friends, I'm Danielle. And I'm Christopher. And we're the, the Friends, friends who, feast. who Feast. So um, on today's episode, we're going to talk about Texas Roadhouse, <laughs> our latest experience of going there, our history with the place, and our overall thoughts on the restaurant in general. Yes, but first, some quick housekeeping. We have to update our audience. So a few weeks ago, we uh, released the buffet episode. And in that episode, we talked about, after we were recording, going to a Chinese buffet, because I had never been. Mm -hmm. There was this place that you had told me about, like a local place we had wanted to go to for years. And for whatever reason, we just never did. And so... We pull up into the parking lot and we're walking up to the door. With two other families behind us. Yes. Yeah. It, it was like everybody was just descending on this Chinese buffet at the same time. And we were the first ones to the door and you said, oh no. And I wasn't <laughs> sure why. And so I kind of looked up and there's this sign on the door and it said that they were closed. They were closed, closed, closed. And when I tell you, <laughs> when I turned to you and I said, they're closed down. This lady behind me, and I'm sure she was she was Mexican lady. She had her young daughter. I looked to her and I said, they're not open. They're closed. She went, I... <laughs> like, like, it was shocking. And then the other family, older mother and father, yeah. too young, could be either, even grandkids with them, but teenagers, yeah. walking up behind the other family. And I said, they're closed. And they said, what? This is our favorite place. And even the guy said... My buddy was just here a few weeks ago, and they were open, I, I think, even a week up, a week before that. I feel like they were open. Because every time I would drive by, I look at it, and I think of you. Because <laughs> I had you, never been. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I love that legacy. I, I'm just so sad. And you know what? I try to do more research after. We found one within like a 15-mile radius of us. So we went there. Yeah. It was about a 10, 12-minute drive. Yeah. I know you weren't a he- like a huge fan of it. I was not. I was actually embarrassed, but I didn't want to ruin your experience. <laughs> well, I mean, I actually had an okay experience because I was really impressed with the amount that they had. I mean, the whole buffet section was huge, and I feel like they had everything. All different kinds of chickens and every kind of noodle, every kind of vegetables and all that. Dipping sauces. Yeah. So the best part of the whole Chinese buffet experience for me was they had styrofoam plates, and plastic culture. Um, cutlery? Culture? Cutlery? Culture. <laughs> I was like, wait, that sounds too much like poultry. But yeah, plastic cult. Ooh. Wow. <laughs> okay. Plastic cutlery. Okay, anyway, I'm embarrassed. It's fine. Cutlery. But you know what I meant. So <laughs> it wasn't bad. It was really, I would say, mediocre. But it was decent, and it, and it hit the spot of what we were looking to achieve out of it, um, oh. at least in my opinion. Yeah, so. and that's what was disappointing for me, because there are hardly any Chinese buffets, I would say, within 30, 40 miles of us. Even Chinese restaurants, I've noticed, a yes. lot of them have just disappeared over the last few years. I finally found, like, the one, and they had closed, and I was so devastated. Because it's like when you find something that's like, yes, I finally found the spot, Whatever restaurant it is, whatever kind of food it is, and then they close. It's it's honestly a devastating experience. It's heartbreaking, <laughs> yes, because I have a very specific taste of what is a very good egg roll to me, and not a lot of places hit hit that. So when you find a place, for example, that really gets egg rolls right, mm-hmm. and they're not there, you know it's going to be a few years before you kind of find something like that again. Yeah. Let, let's put the positive vibes out in the air because yes. I don't want any more places to close. They're no. so limited and. 
We talked about that the other day when we went to Texas Roadhouse. Mm -hmm. So to kind of get back on the topic of this episode, you know, we were saying like, you know, let's go to dinner this week. And we both landed on Texas Roadhouse. And I feel like that was the place that this podcast was born. Yes. So we went back in June, just, you know, caught up, had a casual lunch. And we we're that's when we bonded over why is Burger King's still around. And we kind of talked about, you know, giving the podcast a shot. And it was just a nice coming home moment. Let's just relax in a booth and just, you know, hang out. And you and I, we were originally going to go like on a Saturday, but we kind of agreed like, oh, you know, I like the dinner experience more than a lunch. The food's a little more fresh at dinner time. The service is a little more friendlier. So we figured, okay, Thursday, 530 and that day came, you had said, you know, I haven't eaten today, I'm hungry. So like, if there's really any opportunity, like meet earlier, like, let me know. <laughs> yes. And so, well, the way the day was just going, I was just kind of over it. And I was like, you know, I just want to just go and relax and just talk and enjoy it and then come home and like go to bed early and just, you know, full stomach, feel good. And so I texted you and it was like 45 minutes before that. It was like 445. And you were like, yes, meet you there. See you there. <laughs> I was so happy. Yep. And so I pull in this parking lot and you text me. You're like, oh, there's no parking. terrible. There's no parking, but a spot just opened up next to me. I was behind the person that took that spot. Mm-hmm. I was just in an irritated mood. As soon as I pulled in, my first thought was like, why are there so many cars here? And not just cars. There is at least a dozen people waiting outside. On a Thursday. On a Thursday night. Yeah. And I was like, okay, well, I, you know, got there first. Let me go in and try to put my name on the list, get a table. And I was thinking maybe 25, 30 minutes. I couldn't even get into the restaurant. There were so many people coming out. So I was thinking, great sign. So many people are leaving. More tables are going to open. I go in. I've never seen it so busy, like in all my years. And the hostess, who was the oldest hostess I've ever encountered, you know, usually you think you're kind of young. She's about like late 60s. <laughs> she, she says, it's going to be about 45 minutes. Is that fine? And I said, yeah, that's whatever. Because from my experience, they'll say 45 minutes, but it's usually 25, 30. I'm like, yeah. they're just going to, you know, cover their behind. It's fine. They put me like on their automated texting list. So when you finally found a parking spot and you knocked on my window, we both just kind of looked at each other. And I think there was a time we even said, do you just want to go somewhere else? We agreed to go to Chili's. And my justification behind that was, okay, it's about 10 minutes away. We can go to Chili's, get a table. And I kind of joked around and said, for whatever reason, they have a wait. We kind of both shared a laugh. We can just come back here. So you And, and by I, then, yes, it would be time, time to get, to get in. Yeah. So we both ventured off to Chili's in our separate vehicles. And you and I, like, usually you're a speed demon. Me going the speed limit is speeding for me. I was surprised you caught up to me because I bolted out of that parking lot. And I even tried to kind of drive fast to the first light. But, like, I knew it was going to change and I kind of had to go. And so I went and I thought I was, like, (laughs) way ahead of you. But then we just hit this clusterfuck of traffic. (laughs) And I looked in my mirror and here you come. And you, like, passed me. I was, I was on like, a mission. I didn't even know if you saw me. And then like, I pulled pulled up a little bit trying to like get close, but I couldn't. And so there was a point where like we were next to each other and I was passing you again. And I remember looking over and you mouthed the words, oh my God. <laughs> Traffic was going so slow for me. And usually I'm like, slow and steady wins the race. Ugh, it's fine. It's okay. 
But I just had a reason, like a feeling, like, you know, we, we, we need to get there. Something bad's going to happen if we don't get there <laughs> a certain amount of time. So we pulled up at Chili's the same amount of time. And as we left our cars, you said, I have a good feeling about this. I was like, you know, this is going to work out because it's going to be quieter. We can really enjoy it. And I started thinking about Chili's menu and about how I hadn't been there in about four or five years. And how I love their fajitas last time I went. I remember they had a really good like appetizer menu. Um, So I was just super excited. I started getting really excited. But I don't want to get my hopes up because if they're, for whatever reason, if we have to go back to Texas Roadhouse, at least I know that we'll probably make it back there in time. And we'll be seated pretty quickly. So I was like, either way, I was feeling really good about it. Yeah, and I was feeling the exact same way. So when we walked in, I'd say... 70% of the restaurant was just closed off. Like lights weren't even on, I think, on one part of the restaurant. They basically just had the bar area open. And there was two women sitting on the bench. And I kind of thought, well, they can't be waiting for a table because there's so many tables open. They must be waiting for other people to join their party. I thought that too, yeah. Yeah, so we're waiting. And there's no hostess for about two or three minutes. And then it looks like the hostess was also doing like bartending and waitressing duty. Because after she dropped off drinks to another table, she tries to get her information and said, oh, it's going to be a 30-minute wait. And I kind of laughed. And I said, oh, what? Because I, I kind of thought she was, you know, joking. Like, how is it going to be a 30-minute wait? There's literally no one else in here. And she's like, I'll put your name on the list. And I said, what do you want to do? And a sudden rage came over me. Because when she said... You turned your back to her. I did. Because I, <laughs> I, I just knew I was going to say something. <laughs> When she said it was going to be a 30-minute wait, I paused and just looked at her. And, like, me and her were just, like, looking at each other. And I remember looking to my right and then looking to my left at all these open tables. And I said, really? Yeah. And she was like, yeah. But as we were walking out, I said, you know, I, I, I almost can't be angry mm-hmm. because obviously they're short-staffed. Maybe they have one cook. Maybe she is the only waitress and hostess and bartender. I get it. But her, like, had she been nicer and just her vibe been different, I don't think I would have been irritated. What irritated me was the fact that she was kind of hunched over this computer. (laughs) She was over it. And it was almost like she was purposely deterring us from wanting to wait. Because as we were walking out, I, I said that. And I was like, you know, I almost can't be mad. But, like, her just whole demeanor... Just like really kind of set me off. And then I was thinking, oh my gosh, traffic is going to be terrible all the way back to Texas Roadhouse. I started getting like really pissy. And when I said like, what do you want to do? And you're like, I don't care. And that's never good coming from you because we always have something in mind for food. So I, I'm like, okay, put her name down because sometimes I don't know how to say no. (laughs) So now I was on not one, but two automated table wait lists. And you and I both know we weren't going to wait there. We're like, if we're going to wait 30 minutes at Chili's, we could still wait the 25, 30 minutes left at our wait for Roadhouse. And that's where we wanted to go. So, In the first yeah. place. So we made the decision. It was a race against the clock at this point because my original wait list text from Texas Roadhouse said 35 to 45 minutes. So in my mind, I'm like, they're going to do the 35 minute. It's going to be a little bit less. I need to be the one to really get there. And I even told you, if you get there first, please run inside ahead of me. I don't want to lose this table. Yeah. But- you were... You flew. You beat me. Well, and here's another thing, too. Like I said, I'm usually pretty a cautious driver. I do the speed limit. 
There's no reason I should be doing an average of 30 miles an hour when the speed limit is 45. None, and we're on this main road. The whole It's a basically one Busy straight road. shot there. Yeah. And you really can't weave in and out of traffic just the way it was. And there was no reason for traffic to be that bad. So it was a, literally a race against the clock. I get in there first. I find the very last parking spot in the Texas Roadhouse parking lot as far as you could be. You managed to find one even further away. Yeah, because the Texas Roadhouse was in front of a mire. There were people that were waiting in their cars for Texas Roadhouse parked there. So I was like six, seven rows deep. And that was a shock to me. So as soon as I found my parking, I'm like, let me get out of this car because I'm not going to be able to walk in the restaurant fast enough from where my parking spot is if they text me. You and I are waiting up front. And the good, I thought this was a good sign. There is maybe only two other people waiting outside versus like the dozen of when we went a little bit before. So at the 46 minute mark, I walked inside and I said, hey, (laughs) I just want to update. And I usually don't do that. I'm usually like, you know, I can wait. But I was just so hungry and so irritated. And then a part of that was because I was wearing a sweater and it was 82 degrees. Now, (laughs) earlier in the day, it was kind of crisp, like a crisp fall morning. Yeah. I didn't think I was going to have to be waiting outside. So I was sweating in the sweater. I go inside, talk to the hostess, and then she informs me, you know what? We're actually having a fundraiser tonight, so the wait times are extended. I apologize. It's going to be another 15 to 20 minutes. And at this point, like, I kind of did like, ah, like a little laugh because I was just so uncomfortable and mad. (laughs) Like, I didn't know what to do. So I said, okay. And we had to come up with a game plan. Like, you and I were like, where else can we go to eat? Where else can we go to eat around here? And there's really nothing left around us. Yeah. Like, that's what, you know, I was just saying earlier, like, that's what reminded me of it is I feel like there's so many restaurants that have closed and it's just not, like, fun anymore. Like, it's it's the same no. places, you know? And there used to be, like, a Japanese steakhouse right by there, but that was even closed down because mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, that would be a good option, but it, yeah. it's not there and we, anymore. we pretty much resorted to, well, do you want to, like, go to Bob Evans? Or Denny's? <laughs> yeah, because it's like... Right there off the freeway, probably not as busy. I had this fork in my brain saying like, well... (laughs) This cutlery. (laughs) Yeah. This cultry. (laughs) This cutlery. But I was thinking, okay, our place is really just busy right now because the traffic is really busy. So I'm thinking, you know, are people just getting off work right now? And like, we kind of timed this wrong. So I was frustrated. But then, you know, if we get to this place that we think, oh, yeah, is a safe bet and then have to wait. At that point, it's like, do we just say screw it and let's just meet another time? Like, I was getting angry yes. because I wanted to sit down. I wanted to see you. I didn't want to just be standing there thinking about when are we going to be seated. And that was just really frustrating me. And I could tell both of us were just frustrated. And then my point, too, after we checked in to see what was going on. I, I made a statement to you like, well, I wish you would have said there was a fundraiser and it could be a delayed wait when I initially put my name on the list. Because I feel like that would have changed something in my brain saying, hey, let's just go somewhere else to begin with. Because we ended up waiting an hour exactly. And <laughs> to make things worse, Chili's wait list notified me 13 minutes after I put my name on the list. So a 30 minute wait from Chili's turned into only a 13 minute wait. And I remember getting pissed off and even telling you, you know what? We could have done 13 minutes at Chili. So it, the whole thing was, like you said, it was just like a snowball effect, getting just bigger and bigger and bigger. I was getting sweatier and sweatier yeah. and sweatier. And the weird thing to me was people were going in, putting their name on the list and leaving. And some people were saying an hour and 15 minute wait. 
And they were fine with that. Which leads me to this question. How long would you wait for one of your favorite restaurants or a place you know is going to be that busy? Because for me, if I would initially went in there and set and they would have told me it's going to be a 75 minute wait, I would have said, no, thank you. But it wouldn't have been worth it. No. no, but a lot of those people are walking back to their car like, okay, let's just hang out here and wait. And they're cool with it. I think for me, um, how you said, if you know it's going to be busy, like a place I like, but you know it's going to be busy because it always is, mm-hmm. I think is the key. Because there's restaurants that I can think of that are like really nice restaurants. Maybe you're planning to go out with a family and maybe it's somebody's birthday or something. And you are purposely going there knowing that you're going to have to wait an hour or something like that or because right now a lot of places aren't even letting you like call and make reservations because i know people are like skipping out on their reservations and it's just causing an issue they're already short staffed they're already you know pressed for that time so (laughs) right so i I think it really depends but if yeah if it's just hey you know you want to get dinner on thursday just like us right in that situation and we decide on somewhere like a texas roadhouse if I walk in, same thing, and it's like, oh, and even a, even an hour. I feel like the 45 minutes, okay, because I feel like, again, we said it, they just kind of throw that number out. It's usually sooner. Yes. We've been to Olive Garden. We've been a lot of places that, you know. Have said 45 minutes, and, and it's, it's been, been 30, 20, yeah, 25, 30. 25, 30 minutes. Yeah. So, I don't know, but if, if anything that's like more than 45 minutes, I don't think I would wait unless it's something... Like a cheesecake factory. Yeah, like, like you know, it's go. It's it's always that way. So it's just what you expect. I even said like pre-pandemic, that was the norm. Like if I was going to Red Lobster for endless shrimp on a Saturday night, I know it's going to be an hour wait, and that's fine. Or Olive Garden for the never-ending possible. If we're going on a Friday or Saturday night, we know we're going to be waiting at least forty-five minutes, and we're fine with that. Yep. So I think like the key, like you said, was we weren't expecting a place like. Texas Roadhouse on a Thursday to be that busy. But I wonder if it was just the fundraiser because that seemed to add extra chaos on top of everything. Like, oh, yeah. I've never seen it that busy. And the wait staff was really on top of things. They were really on top of things. Um, so we walked in when you got your text and, you know, she asked your name and she said, go stand like right over there, like kind of in that area where like you can watch the steaks being made. You can see the kitchen, mm-hmm. right? Um, and I saw the lady making the rolls and like cut, you know, cutting the dough and like lining them up on the tray. You're I took so a picture. Fascinated. Yeah, I'm gonna, I took a picture. I'm going to post it on our social media. Um, but I was fascinated. I love that kind of stuff where you can kind of see the experience. But I feel like I killed your mood because you're like, oh, look, you can see the, you know, the rolls being made. And I looked at you and I said something like, I don't want to see how the magic's made. I don't really care. And I turned my back around again. I felt bad. I'm sorry. Yeah, you you were in a mood. It's okay. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I knew I knew you were like a little irritated, so I was like, okay. Anyway, I'm just gonna enjoy watching her make these rolls. So we sat down, and they put those rolls down, and it kind of felt like, okay, we made it. Yep, we made it. It was all up from there. It truly was, and then it was the decision of what are we going to have. And I was going back and forth on a steak or like the chicken critters they have, and I just went with the chicken critters because I was in more like in a munchy mood. You know, I want some dipping sauce. I want some fries. I'll get a side salad with ranch. Things will be good. And you surprised me with a steak because I've never been with you where you ordered a steak before. Yeah, I, I usually don't really get a steak. I don't eat a lot of red meat. But I was like, you know what? I'm going to get a damn steak. I just, because when I was watching him make them when we were standing yeah. there, I didn't even look at anything else on the menu. I knew I wanted the steak. 
and it comes with two sides. I got the loaded mashed potatoes and some like sweet corn. And I was going through it like, oh, do I want the eight ounce sirloin? But I was like, you know what? I'm going to get the 16 ounce sirloin. It was like 20 bucks. And I looked at you. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to do it. Yeah, you had a rough day. Yeah, you, you weren't even saying anything. And I was like justifying it to you. I was like, should I get the 16? You know what? I'm going to get the 16 <laughs> ounce. I deserve it. I like answered it for me. And you just shook your head like, yeah, you do deserve it. Yeah, because I want to eat more too. So go <laughs> ahead. Get whatever you want. <laughs> um, she asked if we wanted any appetizers. And you were like, it's all you, buddy. And I was like, yes. Because I love their potato wedges. This waitress <laughs> sat that plate down. It was covered in cheese. It was like triple cheese, like double bacon. Like, they really did it up for me. I got really lucky. Yeah, well, because we were concerned. We said, how is service going to be tonight? Because they are so busy. Is it going to be, like, skimping on stuff? You know, are we, is our waitress going to be attentive? If it wasn't our waitress, there was, like, one or two other ladies, like, getting dipping sauces and this and that. And I just want to say this. I appreciate how attentive we are to each other and our food needs. Because when you placed that order, she said, any dipping sauces? And you said, uh, oh, never mind. I see it comes with sour cream. Sour cream's fine. Well, she brought the potato wedges out. Mm-hmm. Not with sour cream. Oh. With ranch. You're right. And. Was that your ranch? No, 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 okay. no, no, no. I had a ranch with my salad. <laughs> okay. But we both at the same time were like, uh, so we need some sour cream. And the fact that, like, I listened and, like, I paid attention to your needs. And you've yeah. done that to me, like, a few times, too. Like, if people do not deliver what we order, we're very quick to speak up for each other. And I say I appreciate you and thank you. Well, I'm really <laughs> glad that you're like that because I feel kind of bad now. <laughs> because usually we are like that. But... We order you similar you things. Just, well, you put... Well, normally we do. But you kind of just put me on the spot. Oh, no. Because... So she brought out my potato wedges... And then like two minutes later, she walks out and she put the salad on the table. And part of me was almost like, and you just, you forgot about this, didn't you? I did, I did. And part of me was like, we didn't order that. And I almost said, now I think that's for somebody else. And you just took it and you set it down. And I looked at you and I was like, I didn't even hear you order the salad. So I'm glad you're attentive because I didn't even realize that you ordered salad. Oh, it's fine. No, it's okay. Because I think she said, um, and the house salad? And I heard you almost speak, and I was like, oh, that's mine. Because nothing, okay, I will say this. Texas Roadhouse has some of the most delicious ranch I've ever had. Their house salad with their ranch, because they have the boiled egg on it, the big shreds of cheese. You know, not from a bag. Like You can tell they're doing something from a block, I hope, because you fooled me. The cucumber, tomato, like everything in it is so good. And I want to say Texas Roadhouse has my favorite side salad. So that really just hit the spot. It was so refreshing to me. That ranch dressing <laughs> was so refreshing. It was so good. And I just was smiling. I think I inhaled that. You had like two and a half wedges. By the, and I just inhaled my salad. It was just so good. Yeah. And usually I would feel terrible. Like if, you know, obviously you got a salad and I got this huge plate of wedges, which I offered to share with I you because I wanted, yeah. you know, I didn't realize there were so many. I don't remember there being that many, but that's what I mean. Like it was just, she brought it and I was like all about it. I was so excited. Um, but yeah, you were kind of done eating and just kind of like, you know, waiting and I'm just piling it in. But like normally I would feel kind of bad and I would slow down and everything. But I was like, you know what? <laughs> Screw it. After the day we've had, I'm just going to town yeah. on these wedges. And I will agree with uh, your statement about the ranch dressing. 
that ranch dressing was really good. And it's only right now in this moment that I realize that we didn't ask for the sour cream once. We asked twice and we never got sour cream. We never got sour cream? She never brought the sour cream. I just now realized that as we were talking about it. I only had the ranch to dip them in. I didn't have any sour cream. Are you sure? I feel like I remember a blob of sour cream on that table. If she... Oh, that was the butter I'm thinking of. <laughs> yeah, because we did get... Because we did ask for more yes. of those buns and the butter. And they brought it out so fast. Oh, they were so good. So I would say it's safe to say we had a good like appetizer bread course. Like It was, yeah. it was so good. Yeah, and the meal was good too. They piled onions and uh, mushrooms on it. Mm-hmm. I love when waitresses are assumptive. Um, because when I was placing the order, she was like, onions and mushrooms? It's like she's trying to get that little bit of extra dollar seventy five out of me, you know. So she was a really good waitress, and just how she kind of did all that. Um, It was just piled in onions and mushrooms, and I ate all of them first. That was odd to me. That okay, (laughs) I even made a statement like your method of eating a steak was odd because usually I will cut a piece of steak, stab a mushroom, get a little bit of onion on there, and make a perfect bite. You were just very meticulous of I gotta make sure all my mushrooms or onions are done before I eat the steak. And it was odd to watch, yeah. but it was entertaining. Yeah, I'm a weirdo. I don't know. <laughs> but I think it's because you could not see the steak. That's how many caramelized, long, stringy onions and mushrooms were just covering the steak. And it was a big steak. It was a 16-ounce sirloin mm-hmm. that covered half the plate. Just That was a lot of onions and mushrooms. And so I ate them all up. And then I ate my mashed potatoes before I even ate the steak. Yeah. yeah and then I ate odd choice, the, the corn. Um, and then I ate the steak last and I ate, only ate half of it. Um, and I just want to say, because you made me feel so good last time about how I was such a gentleman, but I actually boxed everything up and it was a good portion of steak and a little bit of bread was mm-hmm. like left over. I took one of the little cups of the honey butter. Um, but I took it all home and like, I had like five or six wedges left and I boxed it all up and I stopped by my mom's and I gave it to my mom. Yeah, and that was so sweet. And I'm glad you liked your steak because I ordered, like I said, the chicken critters and the steak fries. Okay, I'm going to say my steak fries were not that good. They could have been a little more brown, a little more crispy. But the waitress did the same thing to me when I said, and um, the fries as a side. She said, cheese and bacon? I said, no, just the fries. I was thinking about the cheese and bacon, but I said, no, I have potato wedges in front of me with the exact same thing on it, so I'm not going to order that. But everything was good. Now, I want to say... I think they did change the recipe for those chicken critters because I used to go to Texas Roadhouse um, in high school a lot. When I was playing volleyball, whenever I had a home game more often than not, my mom would take me to Texas Roadhouse and I would just get the chicken critters and the sweet tea, side salad and fries, like basically what I got that night. And as I was telling you that story, I shit you not, this girl who went to my same high school with a volleyball uniform on, walked in with her mom, with the waitress. And I was like almost like pointing at her as she was walking by. So, oh I thought, my God. Yeah, you kind of stopped and you were like, <gasps> and I thought like maybe you saw somebody you knew because you kind of pointed yeah. and like, I thought you kind of waved a little bit. It's like you saw yourself. I did in that moment. I was like, oh, how how precious. So I used to go a lot, like I said, in high school. And even on my graduation night, my dad was in town and he took me and my best friend there for dinner after graduation. So it was just a nice spot, and even when I uh, had my one of my first jobs, it was around the area, and I used to go to Texas Roadhouse a lot back then. So it was a lot of good memories. I have not been a lot in the past four or five years, but when I had that meal, I want to say really 
kind of reignited that that passion I had from it. And I, I'm not ashamed to say, when you walked in today to record, I even said, do you want to go to Texas Roadhouse again today? <laughs> or Chili's? Um, just something. Because we like to go out to eat once in a while yeah. after we record. But yeah, it was just such a nice night. Like, looking back on it, like, I kind of felt heated again talking about the experience with waiting and driving in traffic and all that. But all in all, I'm glad we stuck with it. I'm glad yeah. we waited. And I'm glad we got to experience that night. Because, it, again, it was it was fun. And the food was good. And I don't know if you know, but I was looking at the ratings. That establishment that we went to, the one by us, has such high ratings and almost 5,000 reviews wow. on Google. And with they good are reason. really good. They do have a really good staff. Yes. Yeah. So I, I want to go back again sooner than later, and I'm sure you won't say no. Yeah. Um, but I'm down to go whenever you want to go. Hopefully not as busy as it was. Yeah. And it hasn't been before. So, it's, I mean, they had an event going on. And, like, I understand in hindsight, but... When you're in the moment and it's just like, I just want to sit down. I just want to eat. I'm hungry. I just don't want to deal with all this. I hate waiting. I'm a very impatient person. When you're you not know. expecting to wait. And that's the thing, like yeah. we've said. It was fun, though. Like, even talking about it and reflecting, it was like, wow, what an accomplishment. Like, we really did that. We, another one for the books for us. I cannot believe this is like, what, like our sixth or seventh episode now. Yeah. Um, it's so absolutely crazy. And if you guys have any ideas for what restaurants we should try next, please let us know, like on our social media. Yeah, or any just like food topics yes. in general. We we like to kind of change it up and just have fun with it. So let us know. Yeah, you know the holidays are coming up, Thanksgiving's coming up. I know you and I have some things up our sleeves for a potential holiday episode. Ooh, it's gonna yeah, it's, it's gonna, gonna be, be fun. Nice. Um, but with that, please, I would say reach out again on our social media, and I want to ask you guys this. How long would you wait for one of your favorite restaurants? Like, what is the cutoff for you? Let us know. And also let us know, like, what that restaurant is. For sure. So you can find us on Twitter at Friends Who Feast and on Instagram and Facebook at Friends Who Feast Pod. Until next time, I'm Danielle. And I'm Christopher. And And we're we're the the Friends Friends Who Feast. Feast. Bye. Bye.